Prologue. 28th August 1995. Kazara National Park. Bosnia. 2015 hours. Michael burst from the trees and sprinted towards the old oak in the centre of the village. Filth and drying blood covered his naked body, and as he slowed, the last twinges of transformation began to fade from his aching limbs. He paused in front of the assembled villagers, struggling to catch breath. The, the coming, over the mountain pass from Dera, maybe five miles away, if that. Marie stepped forward and placed a blanket around her brother's shoulders, then passed him a cup of water. She glanced at the other pack members before casting her eyes downward, cheeks flushed scarlet with shame. Without a word, she shuffled backwards away from Michael. A murmur of uneasy conversation broke out among the pack members, a mixture of fear and outrage. Connie and Isaac held little Megan close to them, whispering to her that everything would be all right. The action was mirrored by the other parents as they attempted to soothe their worried children, while the more militant pack members bristled and snarled in outrage. Marcus, the pack alpha, motioned for silence, and the murmuring faded away. He turned his attention to Michael, fixing him with his clear green eyes. How many, Mikhail? How many of them are coming? Michael shook his head. I don't know. Maybe a hundred or more. Most of them looked like they were regular army, but there was some special ops with them, and they had armour. I spotted two Gavodstika howitzers before I had to get out of there. Marcus stroked his silver-flecked beard, considering the information. Are you certain they are coming here? For us? Lucas Cassick pushed his way to the front of the crowd, his face a mask of barely suppressed rage. Of course they are coming for us. He motioned his head towards Marie. That stupid whore left one of them alive after she went on her little excursion. They had a damn moonstruck tear through their garrison on the last full moon. They know the legends and they know the past their ancestors avoided. There can be no doubt as to their intentions. Christoph Balax, a huge, muscular Armenian with jet black hair and a thick beard moved up beside Lucas. Then we make them understand why their ancestors feared this place. We should attack them now while they are still preparing themselves. Make the rivers run red with the blood of these dogs and leave their corpses to rot in the forest. Marcus shook his head. What good are teeth and claws against armor? These troops are worse than the Nazis our fathers fought. They know what we are, and their legends tell them how to deal with Vukodlak. If we slaughter these, more will simply arrive to finish the job. Christoph's eyes bulged. Alpha, with respect, you cannot be suggesting that we run? This place has been our home for centuries. To leave now at the first hint of a threat and without a fight is unthinkable. Marcus placed his arm on Christoph's shoulder. I understand your anger, my friend. But think for just a moment. We have spent decades keeping our existence a secret, killing Moonstruck before they exposed us. The beast that attacked the garrison two weeks ago was unfortunate, but the superstitious fools burned the body after they killed it, so there is no evidence beyond a few mangled corpses. We cannot hope to beat them in an open confrontation, but if we leave, then they have nothing but a few empty cottages in the middle of the forest. Our secret remains exactly that, 
and the peasants will have nothing more than some new stories to frighten their children with. Michael looked up at the faces of his packmates. Fear was quickly turning to anger, although those with children looked more relieved than anything. He paused for a second, unsure of how to impart the next piece of information, then pushed down his uncertainties. There is one more thing. Their weapons are loaded with silver bullets. Lucas snarled at him. And how can you be sure of this? Are your senses so acute you can smell the silver in the rifles? Michael's mouth went dry. There was no point in trying to hide his condition any longer. He shrugged off the blanket and brought his wolf up to the surface of his mind, focusing the transformation on his right index finger, wincing as a razor-sharp talon burst through his flesh. Without a word, he sliced into his abdomen, 